Oh, I eat bun. I'm a compulsive overeater. I, I, I um, you know what? If just what I read, that's the whole program. It's the whole program. Oh my goodness, I can't believe it. Because it's like, oh my gosh. Uh from the beginning to the end, it was like wonderful but i i guess i'm not supposed to this is all recovery this is recovery and it said in there too you want to be happy joyous and free i i am happy joyous and free and i thought this is what i want to get across to anybody that has any doubts that OA doesn't work believe me i have some pictures here i came in 55 years ago this month wow well, I am so excited. Would you believe I just kept coming back? It's the only thing I've done right. The only thing I've done right is just keep, I mean, perfect. I just keep coming back. Mm. And what a gift. What a gift. You know, I was born a compulsive eater, I believe, in my mind. Because from the very beginning, I, I wanted food. But as I grew older, uh, you know, even as a kid, five, six, seven, eight, I had all the symptoms. I was defiant. They tell me, don't go up the street. I go down the street. Don't go on the neighbor's roof. I went on my roof. Whatever they told me, um, I would not do. I, I, I was born to know everything I thought. And of course, I really know nothing. But I wanted to, you know, I just would not listen. And heaven forbid there be any structure or discipline that I did not like. So anyway, um, by third grade, uh, well, I, I lived with my grandma, so I would steal her money and go to the store. I knew how to go to the store as a little kid. Now, it has to be because of where I lived, I know, probably five years old, I knew how to go to the store, eat what I wanted, and then go to the check center if she sent me for milk, because we had that little store. You know, they had little stores back in the... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 30s and 40s. <laughs> anyway, but here's a picture of me when I was nine years old and I was heavy and they didn't have chubby clothes or clothes to fit then. So um, my mom had to have my clothes made. And you know, I would, to my knowledge, in my mind, I was the only one that uh, was fat in, the, in class. And because I was so defiant, they had to put me in a private school. So they put me in this private school and it was also religious. So in my mind, everybody had the right parents and I didn't. I lived with my grandma and she was old and I didn't, I was embarrassed and shamed because she was old and she didn't participate, of course, in all the things that the kids, other parents did. Mm -hmm. But anyway, but I thought I'd, I'd pass, pass these pictures. And then... Um, by the grace of God, uh, oh, here's here's here I am at 26 years old, and I would have probably, I, I I didn't want to commit suicide or anything like that, but I wasn't happy, joyous, and free. I I had no clue how to live, but I thought I did. I'm sorry, oh, that's right. but I thought I did, you know, and I did. My my disease had taken over. I'd always wear that coat. I had a stepdad by that time, and. He would say, it's a hundred. Show the camera. I'm a hundred. It's a hundred degrees and I'm still wearing. I'm still wearing that coat, you know, and he'd say, 
But I find if I wore the coat, this is how my illusion, I love reading about the illusion. My illusion would be that if I wore the coat, nobody knows I was having it. And, uh, you know, I always thought if only, if only, if only I did this, if only I did that. But I used food for everything. Uh, my parents were divorced, and I'm sure I started then using it for everything that I didn't want. I wanted a mom and dad. I wanted them to participate. I wanted, I wanted to. I think even then I didn't want to be fat. You know, like the fattest kid in school. Um, here's when I graduated from high school, and I was down then because I took shots. I took pills. I think I started about 14. I bought up, me and my neighbor, we bought um, plastic suits that you send in for. And um, we would mow the lawn. Of course, that was when you mowed the lawn like this. And I thought, oh, I'll sweat off the top. So I can remember doing that. And uh, I just I just was self-willed run riot. Um, you know, I didn't know what to do. I had no clue how to live life no clue how to live life. And I want to be so thankful, so grateful for Overeaters Anonymous that they taught me how to live life on life's terms. And I, I didn't even know I didn't know. You have to remember, I- Five minutes have passed, Yvonne. No clue. Okay. I was 32 years old and um, I had taken a leave of absence from work. And, and of course I was a thief too. I always stole food. I always hid food um, and I used food. It was definitely my drug of choice. It, when they describe any drug addict or alcoholic, uh, especially the big book, I identify absolutely, absolutely. You know, I've got to have my fix. So anyway, um, I'm 32 years old. I'm on a leave of absence. And there was a lady in um, my son's uh, school and I had seen her one year and she was so heavy that I thought, I thought she was kind of deformed because she was real short, like 4'11". And then I saw her the next year and she was petite, like 85 pounds and jumping around. And uh, I, what did you do? What did you do, Betty? Well, I went to Overeaters Anonymous. So she was attraction mm -hmm. back then. And where's the meeting? Well, it's right here at the school. And where did I live? Only a few blocks from that school where I sent my kids. So anyway, this is when I came in. I just lost this little boy in November. He was a wonderful, wonderful son. Uh, and since he had retired and then he went and got another little job, but he was always off on Friday and every other Friday he would come. He was off every other Friday and every other Friday he would come. And he'd uh, we'd bring he'd have lunch and bring lunch and visit. And then he has a daughter in Glendora with a husband and two kids, but three now. But just had one two weeks ago. But anyway, and the two kids and they come over. So every two weeks I'd have this, and he kind of took the place of my husband who I lost two years ago. So I had those two losses in the last um, two years, and that's. That's been, uh, thank gosh, thank, I know how to live life on life's terms, no matter what OA taught me to live above the circumstances. Mm. And some days I do it mechanically, mm. but now, especially with my husband, I'm getting to um, really be comfortable that I'm living my own life. 
Now my son is hard because he was 58 years old. He had retired and he had everything going for him. He loved life. He loved those grandkids. He loved me. And, uh, you know, uh, what a fortunate thing for OA because it made me a better mom. And he was my youngest. And in the hospital, he goes, mom, we had a good, I had a good life. And mom, I love you. And mom, don't worry. And But he went in thinking he had a kidney stone or a kidney infection in ER. And 10 days later, he was gone. When they opened him up, he was solid cancer. Oh. So um, it was called, I don't forget the name they had, but it was hidden and it was everywhere. So it, I still haven't quite adjusted completely, but I'm doing very well only because of the program and my higher power. Uh, missing desperately, miss my husband desperately, but you know, with a program, I have friends and I don't have to stay home. And, and a girl came up to me once and I said, oh, you're here. And I heard your husband just passed away. She says, oh yeah, I didn't die. My husband did. And I didn't like it when she said that at that time, it was 10 or 20 years ago. But, you know, I've been using that philosophy. You know, I have a life and I need to live it because that's what my higher power would want. And always taught me how to live it. Mm -hmm. If I have a choice, I don't have to stay home. And, um, and, uh, and say I have no life anymore because of the loss. I can say, oh, I can choose. I have choices today. Mm. Away gave me choices. I can, I have a whole area of mm. friends. I have a fellowship and um, I have things to do, you know, in, in program. And I love where it said, and I, I keep forgetting to say it because it's a habit today, pretty much. But the most important thing in our life is to be abstinent from the, for me, for me, it's sugar, flour, and binge foods. And I still will go buy my binge food once in a while because it's a legal food for everybody else, but I can't handle it. I don't want what, what I think I should have, like a little bit. I don't know what a little bit is uh, still at this age. In fact, it was funny because I bought it. I probably, I try, I try about, oh, maybe every mm, four to five months to try and use my pinch food. <laughs> I get in trouble. So my sister and I bought her the other day and I go, take it home, take it home. Because heaven forbid, I came from depression so you don't throw things out. But anyway, it's, it's the, the reason I know is because the minute I take a binge food, it causes an obsession causes a negative thinking mm -hmm. and sets up that terrible craving. I want more. I want more. I don't want that couple tablespoons that it says I should have. It, I, you know, I'll go get a couple tablespoons and do what I want to do. And then I'll go sit down and that should have been the end of it. But no, it's, I get up. And uh, I mean, the disease is still there after 55 years. So one day at a time, each and every day, I have to do the same thing. And the same thing is basically, I surrender, I surrender. I love those white flags. I think um, I, I think of Connie when I see those white flags. Um, anyway, but it's like, I got to surrender. You know, I can't do my self-will run riot or my self-will. And heaven forbid, when... When I think I know, I know something, I don't, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't, I don't, somebody said, uh, 
to ask me a question about being in salon or something and or going back to meetings and I go, well, you know what? The more I'm in, the less I seem to know. <laughs> anyway, I got a sponsor. I don't know how many years ago, but we've been friends for 40 years. And when I came into OA uh, real quickly, we uh, learned to ski because I lost all my weight. Oh, did I, I showed the picture where I lost all my weight with my son. I carry away there. Uh, we went skiing. We went boating. We went to the beach. And, you know, we just went to the beach here um, right after my husband died, so two years ago, and I met her at the beach, and we kind of relived that. Of course, <laughs> we did good to just walk the beach, <laughs> where before we kind of did a little more. And uh, here her and I are, and we're in this room at a party here at Skivvy. And I don't know if people remember, here's uh, Rusty Marilyn and uh, Peter Smith. Here in this room. This is in this room with an event. And here's Joy. Joyce. And that's another. Uh, it's in this room, but it's probably 30, 30 some years ago. Anyway, back to the food. I the um the disease for me was it turned me to negative thinking, first of all. And I never had a clue that it would do that. Even now, if I overeat or eat too much of the wrong thing, you know, like too high carbs or whatever it is, my thinking turns negative. Mm. And I, I didn't see that in here, but I try on a daily basis to abstain from negative thinking. And sometimes that's not easy. Mm. But the steps, and you know, all of this that we read, that's the solution it's a promise too. It's not only just the solution, it is a promise that uh, if we do these things, and today I kind of have it, the 12 steps, trust God, you know, um, all is well, and then see my part, and that's an inventory, and then be of service uh, and give love, you know, and I try to do that unconditionally, but I'm not that good. <laughs> right. uh, I'll tell you what, I'm working with a girl, now we do it once a week and it's the overeaters anonymous 12 and 12 and it's a workbook like oh my god that is that will give you all this information and um i i'm suggesting only because it's working so well with me is that you work it with somebody and you know don't, no matter what's going on in our lives we can usually apply it uh, yesterday it was at negative thinking, I think. And that, so that was like a good one. So we do it just once a week for about mm -hmm. half hour to 45 minutes, whatever the kind of the paragraph or titles say. But oh, it's a wonderful, wonderful workbook mm -hmm. if anybody wants to team up with somebody. Anyway, back to my story. Um, so I was heavy in high school, as you saw. And then when I, okay, I got into program and the first year I lost my weight because I was about 209 was the top weight. And, uh, but you know, I was always on shots and pills and whatever. And plus, five minutes remaining. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's given me a wonderful, wonderful life. I'm happy, joyous, and free. Not all the time. 
because I don't choose to want to work the program. In the afternoons, I was getting kind of down. I do good in the morning because there was things to do, but in the afternoons, I'd get kind of lethargic and then what go to kind of negative thinking or poor me self pity or whatever. And so now I put a some type of reading, whatever. It doesn't make any difference what I do, which I choose, but I'll do some kind of reading and writing in my journal. And that kind of stops me. Um, there for a while, I was turning on the news and that doesn't help me <laughs> because um, it just, I get I can get obsessed over something. Yeah. And I, I can't afford to get obsessed over anything because good or bad, because it'll trigger anxiety, resentment, uh, overwhelmed feelings. And I did kind of get, I caregive my husband and um, it was, I didn't realize how, what, what the toll was at the time because I loved doing it one day at a, I used one day at a time. We had a, you know, we did it for quite a few years there. He was on palliative care a few years. So, you know, but in retrospect, I'm much better now because I would always refuse to come share or anything because I was so overwhelmed I couldn't make a commitment. And I did have a really rough time there, but didn't know it because I would do one day at a time. Mm. Um, I love the slogans one day at a time. But I, I love, I just love what what this uh, format, I don't think I've ever, you've changed this format um, in the last couple of years, huh? A little bit? No. <laughs> well, maybe it popped, you know, I read the big book now, 55 years, because when I came in, that's the only two books we had. And every time I read it, I did something new. So and it's the same thing. But why didn't I see that before? Anyway, um, what would it, um, I, I hope everybody uh, just keeps coming back one day at a time, doing the best you can. Uh, I have been blessed. Uh, I, I wake up, I wake up and I have a little plaque and it goes thankful, grateful, truly blessed. And number one is I can abstain, but this particular eating no sugar, no flour, I'm not saying it for sure because I'm not a doctor, but I am healthy. I mean, I'm 87 years old and I am healthy. And, um, I, you know, I, I can do what I want to do and uh, <laughs> not completely, I'm still driving. Uh, I was thinking yesterday, um, I got to go see that new grandbaby, great grandbaby that's two weeks old. And I was able to, you know, go over there and hold her for one hour. I, I do an hour a week. Mm. Last week, only two times. Last week <laughs> and this week. But it worked out so well because I don't want to disturb my granddaughter and her family. My relationships. I hope oh, I wanted to talk about that. OA gave me relationships. I don't think I ever had a true friend. I kept such a such a wall of, when you ate, I kept such a wall of, um, don't don't get too close because they're going to leave you up. Because I definitely must have had, or I had banding. And so, but today I'm at one with. I was at one with my son, and I think that's probably why I am doing as well as I feel I am because I'm still living life. Is because we had a good relationship, mm -hmm. and I I try very very hard to tell anybody what to do. And believe me, I would like to, especially that new mother. 
<laughs> She's the sweetest person in the world, but she doesn't do things like they did in the 50s. She's not the, not the housekeeper you do her in the 50s. If your mother-in-law comes over with the white gloves. Anyway, um, but she's so kind. You know, yesterday she called, or she called before, but yesterday morning she says, Grandma, her husband, Michael, watched the baby, and I want to take you out to breakfast. And I thought, how wonderful. And then my relationship with my daughter is she's having um, Mother's Day tomorrow, and she'll have uh, and she'll have a son there that got married Thursday. And so I'll get to see my grandson and the new grand, uh, granddaughters, whatever whatever you call her anyway but I know them they've been engaged about five or six years and they never uh could set a date so they went and eloped and then went on a honeymoon and only two people got to go the mother his mother which is my daughter and her mother but my relationship is good and um then my other granddaughter which is my husband's other daughter I'm um, husband my son's other daughter uh she is coming Monday and I thought, you know, I'm really at one with everybody, but boy, would I like to tell her what to do. <laughs> she doesn't live anything. She's a single girl at 30, and she hmm, happy, wild, and free. <laughs> you know, and it's acceptance. Acceptance. Is that the key? Mm. Accepting is, you know, and it's not my business. I think it tells us in here, all my business is to just give love. And God, they have their own higher power. I mean, believe me, I write this almost every day. They have their own higher power. I am not it. And then it says, uh, you know, um, uh, they get, oh, they were given the gift from their higher power of choice. So they get to choose and they have to pay the consequences. I think that's, it's my fear of their consequences is why I want to get into things, you know, or I want to look good. And, you know, I came in that way, too. It was um, when I first came in, of course, it was just, oh, she lost weight. I want to lose weight. But if you stick around OA, yeah, I might have lost the, the weight, you know, 75, 80 pounds, whatever it is. Uh, yeah, but I don't. Um, I, I don't. Gentle uh, reminder. Is it time? Yeah. yeah. That's time, okay. Yvonne. I will leave. Uh, I, I wish everybody good health, happiness, joy, free, abstinent. Oh, the, I got to say this. <laughs> to the best of my knowledge, I try, no matter what problem I have, and I have problems because I maintain in the house alone, I put up spiritual principles in all my affairs. I finally got to the 12th step. Spiritual principles in all my affairs. You know what I mean? Because I, I, most of the time, it's patience, tolerance, and easy does it. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>